to you, dear listeners. Good morning. How are you? This is a live broadcast. Today is Wednesday, June 17, and we start with Hashem. Today, in this radio show, I would like to put a focus on one of the issues that actually the adults also struggling with. And I'm talking about one of the effects that people start to develop in the age of in teenage and if we don't stop it at time on time when we suffer from it all over the life and I'm talking about bad feelings. I'm talking about anxieties. So many people around the world suffering from anxieties. Psychologists research appears appears that um, one of the most uh, problematic issues, the mental issues that people suffering from, is anxiety. And we ask, first of all, why anxiety takes place in the few uh, last years, and it's getting worse and worse, and why psychologists actually don't succeed to struggle to solve out the the problem. And even if they, if they did, maybe it helps for one year or a couple of months, and that's it. And the issue is raising back, and we don't know how to deal with it. Also, when we're talking about Chinuch Yeladim, when we're talking about our children, we have to remember that... <coughs> Some issues of anxieties in the childhood may affect the future of them, and what is the resource? What excuse me? What is the sources of this effect, and how we can deal with it? Well, first of all, I would like to mention what the Torah says about the anxieties. And then, Be'ezat Hashem, we can go on with it um, and explain how we can avoid it. Chazal says that one of the great rabbis was walking down the street with his student. And then, suddenly, he noticed that his student, his Talmud, was afraid. He was in anxiety. Then he looked at him and he told him in Hebrew, at. You are full of sins. And we're talking about one of the great Talmudim, one of the great students of the <coughs> great sages. And then he asked him, why do you think so? Then he told him, then he told him we have a pasuk. The Pasuk says, Achadu Betzion Chataim. It means, if you see someone, he is afraid, he is suffering from anxieties, you can be sure that he has some sins. Because if you don't have sin, you wouldn't be afraid of anything. Another story about one of the neighborhood in the Tanaim age. One, one of the neighborhood was a great hole in the ground, and a big snake, which called a road, was living inside. And he was... hit many, many, many people to die. And no one, no one has the courage to fight with this snake and how to kill this snake which called a road. It, it was very, very dangerous. So they came to the Hillel Hazaken, one of the first Tanaim. And Hillel asked them, please, show me where is the hole in the ground, the hole of this snake. They took him to the hole, and then he put his shoes on, 
he put his shoe off and he put his ankle in the hole. And then he took the arrow, the, the danger snake, and the snake was dead. And then he put it on his shoulders and he went to the Beta Midrash, to the, to the shul, where all the Talmudim was gathering. And then he teached them and he said, Look at that fact. I put my ankle inside the hole of this snake, right into his kingdom, and nothing would happen. Not just nothing, the snake itself was dying. And here is the snake on my shoulder to teach you Lelamdecha Sheloha Arod Memit Elahachet Memit. The danger, the most dangerous snake in the world cannot kill anyone. The sin is the one who kills. And because of the Hillel, was clear, totally clear of sins. That's why the Arod was died, and he didn't affect him. Now, I would like to take this issue to our age, to our generation, to our days, and to explain when you making things right, you feel good with yourself, with your personality, with your deeds. When you fill your day with many, many, many commandments, many mitzvot of Hashem, many essential avodat Hashem, very deep down in your heart, you serve Hashem, and you try, you put an effort, to be better than yesterday. You put an effort to be good, to make the mitzvot, to make the Torah. You really want it. Then you feel good with yourself. When there is no sin, the happiness takes the place. I mean... In Hebrew, there is a word which, which called meushar. You know what it is, meushar? Meushar is happy. I'm happy. I feel so good with, him, with myself. I have no any anxieties because if you're full with happiness, you cannot be in anxiety, right? We all agree on that, right? If you busy to be happy right now, so your mind actually occupied to feel the happiness. So you're not open to feel some anxieties, okay? So in Hebrew, in Lashon HaKodesh, we say, Me'ushar. Me'ushar is happiness. I'm happy. No anxieties. But in Hebrew, we use the word Me'ushar also for one more meaning. Meushar, it's like permitted. When you have a kind of form from the government, and you need the signature of the government, then they sign in, they put the stamp on, and it's right, permitted. In Hebrew, permitted is also meushar. Now, the question phrased is, what permitted has to do with happiness? And we all know that by Lashon HaKodesh, any single word actually took into account, and it's not some just pick word and that's it. Every single word is something special, which is talking by itself. So why? Meushar, it's using for permitted 
and for forgiveness. Because Hashem wants to teach us. If you want to reach the happiness, your deeds must be permitted. Permitted not by the government, but by, by Hashem. Hashem, He is the master of the world. He created the old world. He created the entire creation. He is the only master of the world. And we all have a deep duty to serve Him. And, and we know that. And we know that. Now, when, when we try to make Avodat Hashem, and we try to follow Hashem's orders, and we really try to do that, then suddenly a feeling of happiness starts to fill our soul. Start to feel our atmosphere. This is enjoy, enjoyment in the background. The feeling that I'm okay. My deeds are permitted by Hashem. So Hashem loves me. When you feel that you're okay with the master of the world, nothing can stop you. Nothing can bother you. Nothing can let you down. And we have to remember that. This is the base of the world. The question is not how much money you earn or how beauty you are or how strong you are or what is your social position or social degree. This is not a question. The question is one. Am I serving Hashem at the right way? Am I put an effort to be better than yesterday in Avodat Hashem? Am I trying to keep the mitzvot? Then, suddenly, out of the blue, I just feel so good. I just feel so happy. And sometimes a person doesn't know even to explain to himself why I'm so happy. I didn't get the, I didn't won the lottery. I still have financial difficulties. I still have some healthy issues, but why I'm so happy? You know why you're happy? Because you, because you put an effort in Avodat Hashem. You try. You avoid from making sins, and you try harder to make mitzvot, and suddenly you feel so happy. And believe me, each one of our dear listeners actually aware of that. We all know that when we had a day that we was excellent in Avodat Hashem, and we tried, and we put our heart inside the tefillah, inside Avodat Hashem, inside the tehillim, we felt so good at that day, right? So what has been changed from yesterday to today? The question is, what is your level of Avodat Hashem? How much you ready to go far with Avodat Hashem? This is the question. Now, what this issue, this issue has to do with Chinuch When we're talking about anxieties, anxiety is a feeling, the base of the anxiety is, I'm not okay. Okay, we have some little voice inside our heart that always whispers to us, you're not okay, you're not okay, you're not okay, you spend your time, you spend your expensive time, you're not okay. The basic of this voice expressed by Anxieties 
Anxieties mean I waste my time. I waste my time. Instead of making mitzvot, instead of trying to avoid from Averot, from sins, I'm confusing the ways. And this basic little voice whispers, you're not okay. You're not okay. You're wasting your time. And we have to be so careful in that. When we're reaching to Chinuch Yeladim, sometimes the atmosphere in the home is atmosphere of healthcare, healthcare route. No rules. No rules, no discipline, no healthy discipline. Each one of the kids actually does what he wants. No limitations, no rules, no commands. It seems in the external, in the, in the external behavior of our children, it seems that, wow, they feel so fun. They can do whatever they want. They can sleep whenever they want. They can eat whenever they want. They don't even look at their parents. Look how they are happy. They have everything they want. I buy them everything they want. No rules. Just like, like in vacation all over the year. And then in certain families that the works, the things actually working like this, the kids start to develop anxieties. And why? Because one of the things that make us feeling safe are the rules. The rules, the, the daily schedule, maybe it's uncomfortable, it's inconvenient to us at that moment. When you must wake up early morning and you must send your children to the school buses and you must to be at your work on 8 a.m., Many, many, many obligations a day to many, many people, to many, many systems. But after all, in the end of the day, when you lay on your bed, you close your eyes and you feel satisfied. Because I felt my day. The atmosphere of Hefkerut, of no rules, maybe it's a pleasure for one day, Two days, that's it. After that, you feel so bad. We all know that the rules keep our smile on. Despite the fact that it's so inconvenient at a specific time when they appear, but after all, I know it makes me happy. It makes me feel satisfied. I know that I worth something. The same way with our kids. We must discipline them for them, not for us. Many, many parents wrong. They, they have wrong thoughts. They think that discipline is a tool. And as a tool, it comes to serve us. Because it's not so easy to raising undisciplined children. So I'm using the method of discipline, because I want that to be easier to raising my children. And it's not true. We always emphasize in our radio show that the only reason we need discipline is, first of all, for the kids, for the kids themselves. few years ago, a few years ago, I got a phone call from a mother, and she was very scared, and she described that her child, 10 years old, 
recently wake up in the middle of the night and he's trumbling and he's he he, he get he getting through an anxieties and he opened the refrigerator he take a bottle of of cold water and he drink and 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 he's so 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 scared and she doesn't know why and she asks how can I struggle with it I'm afraid to go to a psychologist they're gonna give him a pill so what can I do I don't want him to live on medication so so uh, so uh, I told her I answer dear mother can I ask you a question can I ask you a question so she said yes of course then I asked her tell me when was the last time your child hears heard the word no when he asks something or when he wants to break some of the rules then it was a few seconds of silence and then she answered for the haraf the rabbi you know this is my only child after 15 years of marriage how could I tell him no and this is the point because he can break all the rules because you didn't set up a clear limitation in the house that's why in his outside behavior it seems that he's so happy but in his inner world he feel unsafe I'm growing up in an unsafe place because my parents are not strong enough the listeners this is the radio show is for you so I'm inviting you to start and send us your text messages to 347-927-8398. That's 347-927-8398. If you want to call in, our phone number is 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858. You can send us an email all over the week. Our email address abrahameducation at gmail.com. That's abrahameducation at gmail.com. Now we're going to a small musical break, and we'll be right back with you on air. Stay with us. Thank 
Shabbat listeners, we're here back with you. And today, we're talking about the anxiety. Um, before we continue uh, with the topic and with your questions, um, let me to remind you that you can keep and send us your text to 347-927-8398 for text. Well, before we continue, um, I would like to speak about the next project of private home visits. Um, we have a new project. Uh, it's called Private Home Visit. And as you heard already in my recent uh, radio shows, um, we're actually inviting um, families, families that they have some issues with the kids or maybe with the atmosphere at home, and they want to improve the behavior of a certain kid, or maybe they want to improve their life quality. Sometimes there's some issues between the kids to their teachers or to the school systems, and not always they really understand one, one another. So that's why we hear Be'ezrat Hashem, with Radio and a project of our Etanolad. Together, we actually are coming to New York, and uh, if we have some families they interested in my project, um, I'm going to visit in New York for one week or a whole week, and each one of the families uh, who join us uh, actually will enjoy from uh, unlimited appointment with me. If they want me to, to set an appointment with the kids, speak with them, see them. And all over the week, we're working together and we're preparing a family program and how to behave, how to struggle with a certain kid, how to help him. Sometimes, if it's necessary, I can, spoke, I can speak to uh, the teachers, the mora or a teacher, or the school system to speak with them and to give them some guidance how it's dealing with a certain kid who are helping him to the future. But it's not finished, it's not over after one week. After one week when I come back to Israel, they have um, follow-up service by the phone uh, for the next two months. And then we're making sure that uh, the family program that we actually prepared, uh, people know how to implement it at home, and if it's necessary, I'm talking with the uh, with the teachers, just to ensure that what we spoke on the on this week uh, in those appoint- appointments actually implemented, uh, and they know how to practice practice it, and from the past. We actually learned that it's very, very good and it's real uh, benefit for uh, families. So if you want to join my next private home visit, you have two ways to do that. Uh, you can contact me right after this radio show or every evening between 10 p.m. to 12 midnight, Israel time, of course. Uh, I have an American phone number, so you can call directly to me if you don't want to expose on the radio. You can call me to 718, and no, no, excuse me. My phone number is 917-8094944. That's 917-8094944 for joining to our private home visit project. Another way to contact me via email, you can send me an email to abrahameducation at gmail.com. Abrahameducation is one word, at gmail.com. Well, uh, some facts of anxiety. My kids or my us, parents, how we can help ourselves. Well, I wouldn't deny that sometimes what is getting, when the situation is getting worse and worse, and sometimes we have to use some medication just for the first stage of a real therapy to getting help. 
Um, but if it's not so, so, so strong and extreme cases, in most of the cases, we can deal in by ourselves. And the first of all, the first step, as much as it sounds very primitive, we have to remember that Avodat Hashem, this is the first stage. I mean, try to take a one project in the Avodat Hashem's world. We have so many, many people like Lashon Hara, like Shmimah Shabbat, like Limut Torah, like Ben Adam Lachavero. We have many, many, many mitzvot. Just try. And when someone look at the mitzvot, and he says to himself, look, I have six third in mitzvot del right. And we have many, many more mitzvot del Rabbanah. Our sages told us to, to do that. So, how can I conquer all these battles? I just cannot. And then, we disappoint from everything. We just leave it to our habits, just leave the, the sight of the world, of, of, the, of the life. We just leave it and we say, you know what, Avodah Hashem is not for me. What I do anyway is good, and what I cannot do, I have no hope. Because even if I perfect in one mitzvah, two mitzvahs, 20 mitzvot, 100 mitzvot, it's nothing because we have 613 mitzvot, ariyagi mitzvot, right? It's just your right, what about the Rabbanan? So anyway, I'm not going to be completely over the Hashem, right? So, I just live it. And this is one of the, the big mistakes that Yetzel Hava actually give to us because he wants us to fall on this track. We have to know that Avodat Hashem, if you really want to do everything, you're going to fail because our mind, our personality, our personality structure not built in the way that we can conquer so many, many mitzvots that we can implement so many, many mitzvots in one church. We're not going to do it. That's for sure. But, Chazal tells us, and it appears in so many, many, many books of Chazal. I will mention maybe one of them. It's called Madregat HaAdam, the book of the Sabah Minovardok, that time. It's right in there that if you take one project to your life, let's say that you want to be mitchazek on Shmirat Shabbat, or you want to be mitchazek to be chazak in uh, 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 reading a few chapters of the healing of Psalms every day, or to take one of the filai to a mother, and you want to make the filat shacharit every morning, every day, like a rule, no break. He says that if you take only one project and you are working on it and you try to complete it with all the perfection, then these 13 mitzvah has a power to raise all your personality up and up. Suddenly, you can see yourself make the entire mitzvah in perfection, in perfection way. This is the biggest lie of the Yetzel Hara. He wants to disappoint us. He wants to let us down. Because he says, okay, let's say that you keep the mitzvot, ten mitzvot you keep with all the perfection. What about 
603 more. So you have no chance to be like Moshe Rabbeinu, right? And Chazal told us that we have a Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Meshavtem or Eitem, Ben Tzadik Rasha, Ben Oved Elohim Asher Lo Abadon. In the final generation, when Mashiach comes, then all the people will see the difference between Oved Elohim, someone who is a Tzadik, who is serving Hashem, the difference between the Tzadik to the Rasha who didn't serve Hashem. And the Saba Minovar that teach us that in our school system, in our education system, we have like a, a two sides. On, on the right side, we have a Tzadik, the definition of Tzadik. On the left side, in the opposite edge, we have the Rasha. In our Chinook, in our school, it's always to push our children to go on the right side, to be a Tzadik. But sometimes we forget that not everybody can be a Tzadik. Not every one of our students has the power, has the Cheshek, has the desire to conquer it all, to win the battle. Many, many of them, many, many of them have no powers, have no powers, have no hardship, have no the, the, the proper background the proper support of the family. Many, many of them, we lost them. And you know why we lost them? Because we have white and black. Or Tzadik, I want you to be like Moshe Rabbeinu, or Rasha, or you're worthless. You're nothing. I not appreciate this method exists in school, this method also exists at home. And what we expect from our children. He's a little child, and he doesn't see himself as the one that he can, that he can really make it. But the point is, the Shavtemuri Rasha. Hashem demands us to look into that between the limitation of the tzaddik and the rasha, there is many, 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 many levels in the middle. And Hashem demands us just make one step forward. Don't think that if you are not on the right side, if you are not on the, right on the top, of the tzaddik, it means that automatically you are the opposite side, you are rasha, you are an evil. No. I want you to look, to take a look one more time. Between the tzaddik and the rasha, there is many, 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 many levels off. So put yourself on one of I appreciate that, Hashem says, not me. I appreciate that, even if you are not Moshe Rabbeinu. If you, even if you're so far from Moshe Rabbeinu, that means that you are automatically Rasha. You're not an evil in my perspective, Hashem says. Hashem says, I love Put yourself in one of the levels between the Tzaddik of Rasha. And the continue of the Pasuk says, Bein Oved Elohim Ta'asher Lo'abado. Who 
he is entitled to the description, to the definition of Oved Elohim, someone who served Hashem, that actually makes a difference. Did you put yourself on one of the level between Tzadik or Rasha? Or you told to yourself, if I'm not a Tzadik, so obviously I'm Rasha. And you, and you were disappointed, and you just let the life go. This is the key question. If you try to do your best, and, and even if you don't try to do your best, but you're just trying to be a little bit better than yesterday in Avodat Hashem. First of all, you would not experience any anxiety. Or the, the anxiety is getting lower and lower. Second, this makes a difference between Oved Elohim and If you want to be entitled to the description of Oved Elohim, just like Moshe Rabbeinu, did you put yourself in one of the levels? Did you appreciate yourself? Did you think positive things on yourself? This is a mitzvah, believe me, this is a mitzvah. There's some methods, orthodox methods. I don't know who, who invited it, who, who, who told them that if you want to be tragic, you have to suffer, you have to be with a sad face, with a sorrow on your face. Why? And if you do some thought here and there, it's worthless because do you know how far you have to go just to be like Moshe Rabbeinu and I want you to inspire for more and more and more? Do you know how many victims this method sacrificed already? Because they told to our children, you have to be the best, and if you're not the best, eh, you're worthless. Maybe you wouldn't be like a guy. Oh, maybe you will be good balabatish, that's what they say. The correct way has to do has to be my dear student, my dear son. I don't know your background. I don't know your soul. I don't know your spirit. I just know one thing. That since Briata Olam, since the first day of the creation, all over the way through the end of this world, after 6,000 years, there was no anyone like you, and there will be no more anyone like you. You are a lonely personality. You are a one of a kind. No one can be like And every single effort you try to do, Hashem appreciates it because you are the only one who, make, who can make this progress. Nobody can take your work. Nobody can make your job because no one has a soul exactly like you. You are one of a kind. So every little step you do, I appreciate that. And all the teachers appreciate that. And Hashem appreciate that. And you can be promised on your Olam Abba. Then, a child feels appreciated. He feels good. He feels, I worth something. In spite of the fact that I'm not Moshe Rabbeinu, but it doesn't put me on the side of the evil one. I'm a positive personality. That's the way he sees himself. So why he should experience some anxiety? There is no place for anxiety. Because, as I told you in the beginning of this radio show, when your mind occupies in the positive things, you act it. 
you're full with good things because you're trying to do something better. There's no place for anxiety. There's no time for anxiety. The soul rejecting the anxieties away. And that's what we have to remember. And I'm talking to teachers, I'm talking to principals, I'm talking for Mora, for kindergarten, for any, any, any schoolmaster, education system. Believe me, here in Israel, I'm speaking with a lot, a lot, a lot of professionalism people in this field. And part of them succeeded to change the way and they see so, so, so good results. Let's try to implement it in our home, in our school, in our life. When you appreciate your child, when, when, and you discipline him in the healthy way, then you will see your life will be better and better. I warmly recommend you go on my website, abrahambeshekrasvazilai.com slash ing for the English website. We have many, many lectures, recorded lectures, dealing with discipline, to learn about it, to read about it, to watch video lectures of me about it, to complete the picture, and there's other time to get benefit. If you want to contact me, you can do it every night between 10 p.m. to 12 midnight Israel time. Or every Wednesday, right after this radio show, my phone number is 917-809-4944. That's 917-809-4944. Also, if you want to join my next private home visit project, if you want someone to accompany your family to help you with the kids, for them. I'm going to come to New York with Hashem for a whole week. And we'll be together with many, many appointments to give you a consultation uh, about some mental issues in the house, especially in education. If you need me to speak with the teachers of your kids, uh, I'm ready to do that. And Hashem, when I come back to Israel, we have a uh, private consultation a uh, follow-up service by the phone for the next two months. Very, very special program. This is uh, like one last opportunity, so use it. You can contact me directly to 917-8094-944, or you can send me an email to abrahameducation at gmail.com. My visit is getting soon, so hurry up to sign up this uh, project. Dear listeners, I really apologize from those people that we cannot, could, didn't have the time to read your questions. The question will keep it uh, to the next radio show. I would like to thank Aaron Jacob for taking care, taking care about the uh, technical side of this radio show. I would like to thank Mr. Nathan Lazari, the manager of this radio show. I hope you all good. I wish you all the best. And keep listening to J-Root Radio. Bye-bye.